Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Greetings, listeners. Derek here for episode two of Screen Heroes, a superhero-themed podcast from The Grid, a sci-fi frontier, your entertainment outpost. And tonight we will be talking about the CW Arrow and Flash major crossover event from this season, uh, from last week, where they all crossed over and we got to see Vandal Savage. And we'll talk a little bit about Legends of Tomorrow. So with me tonight, I have Ray of the Super Sirens. Hello. And uh, just real quick, something kind of exciting for the Super Sirens. You guys were just on a web show, a web series, right? That's very true. Hills and I stopped by uh, Notes and Nerds with Nate and Eric, and we starred in uh, episode three of their existential nerd web show. It's kind of long. It's a... 51 minutes on YouTube, but totally worth it. We had a blast. And we got to play some retro video games. Yeah, so uh, I'm drawing a blank on the name of that video game, but that looked kind of cool. Assault Ambush. It's two A words. (laughs) We were tanks. You were tanks, right, right. Storyline was riveting. (laughs) So definitely go check that out. They talk all about cosplay, and they play video games in costume. You were Zatanna and Black Canary. Yes, sir. I think, right? So... Check out Notes and Nerds, the uh, existential nerd. Was the show. Was the show, so check that out. And then I have Ryan. Hi. And Ryan, of course, from Buster Costumes and Props. That'd be me. You build stuff. Sometimes. Were you on a show? I haven't been on any shows. You should have been on a show. Thank you. So for those who don't know, we're all kind of cosplayers a bit, sort of, on the side. And professionally, I'm on the side, but they're both professional. So, um, But uh, Ryan, you just made me some components for my Han Solo costume. So thank you for that. I did. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't really make them. I just 3D printed them. You 3D printed them, yes. You crafted the filament by hand. You know. (laughs) I'm not good. All right. So we'll go ahead and we will get started. Um, For those who have not seen the crossover yet... Uh, press pause, go watch the two-episode crossover event, and then come back, because we will be spoiling probably all of it. So, okay, let's go ahead and do that. Let's start with The Flash, then. The very first thing that we get into is Cisco and uh, Kendra's relationship. The complete malarkey that is their relationship. They don't belong together. You don't, looks, you don't like that at No, all? it looks awful. He's adorable. She's adorable. But it's like, 
a package of two Twinkies. They don't, like, make good chemistry. They're just, you know, it's good to have one and it's good to have the other. But I like eating both of my Twinkies, so... I think you're just saying that because you know the history of uh, Hawkman and Hot Girl going in, so you you already knew that that was not how it was going to end. Right. But the casual viewer might right. have been different. Guilty so, Hawkman's hot. <laughs> so let's just do a quick recap of what happens in... The Flash, uh, episode eight of the season, I think, and that's called Legends of Yesterday. No, that was the Arrow. Episode. That was the Arrows of Legends yeah, of Today. today yeah. Legends of Today. Sorry. No, uh, it's called Legends of Yesterday, and I thought it was Legends of Yesterday. Yeah. Either and way, Arrow is Legends of Today. But uh, either way, so yeah, so we start off with uh, some weird dude who stowed away on a boat and kills a bunch of people. And then he goes after Cisco and uh, Kendra. Kendra, thank you, at the coffee shop. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know um, they decide they've got to bring Ollie in immediately to help protect her because Barry can't do it for some strange reason on his own. I think it's because Barry's still wrapped his head around Zoom. He doesn't want to focus too much on too many things. So if they would have just said that right away, like, hey. I need a safe house for you, and I've got this other thing going on right now. Let me just get rid of that. But, uh, well, I, I mean, I think that it was just very, very contrived, I felt. I felt like there was really, that early on, I'm not saying they didn't need the whole Flaro team together by the end of it. But that early on, just after the coffee shop scene, I felt like it was just really forced to go all the way it to the city. It kind of was, but they said they wanted yeah, they said they wanted to keep him to keep her somewhere safe away from Central City because yeah. that's where he was. Where and, do you recommend a safe house? Well he's gonna say Coast City, of course. No, so. I actually wasn't gonna say any of that at all. I just think that the whole the idea island. Yes, yeah. we should go back to the islands. <laughs> and we can so be, she can spend five hellish years there. <laughs> she'll be better for it. That's right. I hear that about people. No, I didn't mean that at all. I just meant that um, that early on, the idea of abandoning all hope and getting her out of the city just seemed a little odd. I mean, at this point, we don't know anything about this guy. They have no clue who Vandal And we barely Savage know is. anything about her. Right? So, like, why, you know, we already know, she already knows Barry's identity. She already knows their secret lair. Of every, she knows everybody's everything. Within ten minutes in yeah. the episode, like no one thought that was just a little forced. It was forced, but I mean, there's totally a lot of forced. stuff that was forced in these crossover episodes. So I mean, I, I'm okay with forced stuff if it makes the plot move along. There are certain things that I would have completely omitted because they were just cheesy or forced, and we'll get to that later. But this, it was like pushing the fast forward button. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm okay with it. Like same reason as Rachel. I, you know, it was we all knew that this was going to be a crossover, and they had to make it happen somehow. So I mean, I'm good with them doing that. It's fine. You know. I guess I would have liked to have seen Vandal Savage put on a little more of a show of strength before they resorted to getting the whole team together. Because I, you know, I feel like yeah, he's taken on Zoom without asking for Arrow's help. He took on yeah, Grodd, that went well. Grodd without asking for Arrow's help. That's a good example. You know, really powerful metahumans and things like that. Um, and all Vandal Savage does is throw a couple of knives, and all of a sudden, it's like, whoa, 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 we need Ollie. It well, just, you know, it just seemed a little forced. Projectile weapons are kind of Ollie's thing. You know, you're not throwing <laughs> the same thing, but. 
Alright, alright. So you're okay with them kind of just pressing the fast forward button to get the whole team together? together. I'm okay with it because I truly believed out of all the characters going into Legends of Tomorrow, the Hawks were the only ones that were 100% new. They were cast specifically for Legends of Tomorrow. Everybody else had already been placed in Arrow or Flash and gotten their time as characters before they were given this world. So it's Rapunzel that wasn't in any. And well, you know, Rory's back. Um, well, they, they need someone to take them on their guided tour through time. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. He's more of a device, really, than anything else. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, they needed the majority of the episodes to focus on the Hawks. And honestly, I enjoy. they were my favorite parts of the episode. Both the flashbacks, them uh, flying, like every little bit about it. Their storyline is just really good. And it's it was... More accurate to the comic books than I ever expected it to be. I seriously thought they were going to forget about the reincarnated lovers thing. I, uh, Vandal Savage, who in the comics has nothing to do with them, the fact that they brought in the meteorite giving him his power was very cool because that is how it does in the comics. So, but to be on the opposite side of that, in the comics, he's a caveman when the meteorite hits. In this, he's like an Egyptian. And there's, right. I think a there's some priest. other character yeah. that is it's a similar backstory that yeah. they kind of adopted for Vandal Savage in this. But I mean, yeah. I like having a reason for them to be tied together and not just another random villain who's wreaking havoc that they have to stop. It's more of this guy's coming after them. I did like the change of pace for that. Yeah, it's it's fine for a plot device. I mean, I, but you know, I would like to see. Of course, the actual like Vandal Savage from the comic books is like a Justice League fighter. You know, he's not. He's well, going to be a little you know overkill for the people that are. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that that's fair. Um, but I think that's that's a major issue that they're going to have just in general with Legends of Tomorrow is you know as we'll, we'll talk to about when we get to that point, but. Um, there's always that kind of overshadowing of the big hitters. And yeah, I mean, Flash is, is a founding member of the Justice League, but if you take him out, all of the, everybody else is kind of second fiddle. Yeah. Currently on the CW-verse. So. Yes. Um, what did you guys think, though, of kind of the, the introduction of Hawkman having you know Flash and Ollie kind of fight him? I kind of had some problems with the way that fight went down, you know, be, the introduction is completely fine with me because, honestly, they couldn't explain two Hawks learning their powers within two episodes. So having one completely trained and, as they called it, merged on the show was a good... Uh, it was good storytelling, I thought. Now, I know your exact problem with it was when <laughs> he was able to catch Flash. And not I, just like after fighting him in a while and being able to estimate speed, like the moment they're introduced with each other. Well, I feel like he's probably dealt with metahumans before because he didn't just immediately go, whoa, buddy, that's weird. The the fast, that's weird. I'm, so it well, kind of... It's a reincarnating... It just said something about both of them. The Flash is still too new and I don't think he fully estimates what's going on first. He doesn't break down his scene. He doesn't listen to what Ollie told well, him. Well, that's, yeah, that's what the first so. crossover was about. Right. I don't think he does that yet. I think he just goes in, expects to run and hit, and he's learned a few tricks. He got the lightning bolt thing down, hit him right in the chest. But I think it was it was done that way, not to show that Hawkman is 
more powerful than the Flash, but to show that the Flash is still inexperienced and Hawkman is more experienced than Flash at this point. You guys don't like that. I'm not saying it's, it, it doesn't make sense. I, mean, I understand that logic, and that's probably why they did it, and that's okay. Is it because Hawkman doesn't have his own show? No, I, I just <laughs> thought it was just a little... It just... Everything that seemed to happen... They had to nerf the the other people for Hawkman to be, like, powerful and seem powerful. Well, no, because, I mean, Arrow doesn't have any powers, you know? But he's... My, my point is more of everything that happened in the crossover was just really convenient. Yeah. Every step... Like, how about this? The magnet arrow? Can we talk about that for a second from the oh beginning? Oh, my God. How stupid was that? <laughs> okay. Right? I, 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 here's the thing. I, I, I enjoyed it because it was funny, but oh, it yeah. is pretty ridiculous. I went, really? When the, when that happened, because I, I couldn't believe that this was a real thing. <laughs> I mean, I thought Damian Dark's response to that was, like, pretty accurate. Right. Like, exactly. really, like Yeah, that was a great response. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's a really convenient thing that Laurel's mom just happens to live in Central City now. So convenient. That wasn't always the case. I don't know. I just I, I felt like the, the the major story arcs, you know, going to Ollie so quickly, and you know, Hawkman being able to take Flash down instantly. Then all of a sudden, they're all cool. They all believe him. They all trust him. Like nearly immediately after they were fighting with him on the street, you know, so much so. Well, like Ollie says, it kind of makes sense. And let's go with that. Well, because we trust, still don't know what, what trust, happened to Ollie those last two years on the island. I trust <laughs> everything that kind of makes sense. Right. So mu- I trust it so much that I'll push a woman off a building just in case she can sprout Oliver did not push the woman off the no, building. Hawkman did. I know he, Hawkman did, but Ollie was in support of it. I don't think he was in support of pushing her off the building. He was in support of her jumping off the building. I didn't get that vibe at all. Okay. Well, I think you're wrong. Either way, he was in favor of a person who doesn't believe they can fly jumping off a building. He was also in favor of having a speed demon there that can run down the side and up the side of buildings that he knew would be able to save her if he had to. So you're telling me that Ollie was just banking on Barry being fast enough? He's faster than a bolt of lightning. I'm pretty sure he's he got stabbed with a knife in the very same yeah, episode. <laughs> okay, Listen, that's a whole other subject. Is his powers being so spotty? But that's, well, that's my point, though. It's just here's this big group of people, and the only one who has any real problem with her jumping off a roof is is Barry and Cisco. Well, she has plot armor. They all knew that. <laughs> Oliver knows what's going on. He's like, listen, guys, right, right, she's going to do this if, Legends if we're of Tomorrow on, show. Hold on, hold on. Can we just make plot armor like the newest catchphrase of this of this podcast, guys? Plot armor. You heard it. it here. It's Ryan. <laughs> All right. Hashtag plot armor. There you go. But, but if you're going to analyze it, you have to analyze it in the context of that universe and not as a TV show. And that, none of it really worked for me. They didn't sell most of the story for me. You said it yourself at the very beginning of this podcast everything in these two episodes is convenient and that's why all of us as a whole all three of us were pretty underwhelmed by this the crossover from uh last season was much better better for sure yeah no i I think that's fair i think that's i thought the whole training like rocky training montage with the flash was good with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Arrow was right. good. You know, the whole premise of Flash versus Arrow, you know. Yeah. And yeah. Arrow obviously beating Flash. I mean, I don't, I thought it was. Uh, obviously. Arrow's, uh, Arrow. Wow, I called him Arrow. Ryan's a little biased. No, he clearly won. I, mean, <laughs> I think we call that a tie. Yeah, <laughs> of course Flash says that. because Cisco he just got, said it. Whatever, it's because he's on Flash's side. Because he knows he got, knows he got beat. Anyway. Anyway. Um, overall, though, I mean, it was an interesting story. But even when you get to the second episode, you get to the Arrow episode, which was the following night, and that's... Legends of Yesterday, right, Ryan? Is that right? I don't know, Derek. I'm Why asking you. Ask I'm asking you. All right. Yes, it's Legends of Yesterday. We're gonna search on IMDb. All right, all right, all right. Well, no, I'm just. No, no, it's, I'm it's right. All, it's, it's all good. It's, it's not. It's not a big deal. It's it already really been brought. Legends of Yesterday is the Arrow episode. That is ridiculous. Okay. No, I, look, I didn't know. I couldn't remember because you have Legends of Today, Legends of Yesterday, and Legends of Tomorrow. Because Legends of Today is setting up Hawk people in the current period. Legends of Yesterday is when they go back to Egypt. I understand. Makes perfect sense, Derek. Okay. Can we move on now? Let's move yes, on. Yes, let's move on. All right. So um, when you get to you know, when you get to that episode, um, you get the the speed mirage. You get some time travel, and you get some, flashbacks uh, to Egypt. You get some children, um, not fathered children. So really, a lot more happens in the Arrow episode than the Flash episode. If, yeah. well, that doesn't com- mean it's better though by any stretch no, of the no, imagination. No, 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 no. We not, completely not... ignored. Patty almost killing uh, Harrison oh, Wells. Oh, yeah, Harrison and Wells. And Jay Garrick getting the Speed Force back for a couple seconds to save okay. him. You're right, so I'm sorry. There is a theory about that on the internet. If I guess if you watch the episode, then they didn't actually give him the vial of that speed thing. And, and it was something else. So they basically were trying to show that he's just scared of Zoom. And so he still has. He still the has speed the speed force. force, but he's not using it because he's he's so scared that it's like keeping him from using it. But he thought in his mind that he, this thing. Why gave him. would she? Why would she risk giving him a placebo? And it Wells wasn't is her. Dying it was, on the table. Uh, Harrison Wells. How would Wells have done it? He's dying on the table because he's the one that made the whole thing in the beginning. Oh, so like, you're saying that from the get go, the whole was thing was a placebo? Yeah. Okay. I mean, Wells would do that. <laughs> well, I, I also thought it was funny that he was Wells was saved by the thing that he killed Cisco with last season. Mm-hmm. That is interesting. Yeah, kind of weird that's tie. kind of a cool idea. Yeah, uh, but the so what you're was, saying is all we need is a bunch of speed people, and we can get rid of surgeons altogether. That's what I'm saying. Definitely, yeah, that was exactly what I yeah. meant by that. Yeah, I thought so. Also, I, I do like the idea that when you vibrate like that, you can move through a person's flesh. But be able to find a bullet and grab it and grab it while you're still doing vi- that. But you're vibrating the bullet. So uh, it, we should talk to your brother about the practicality we should, we of should, we speed should. surgery. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag speed surgery. Um, I did think it was interesting though, that they kind of made the joke with Patty, like, "What? He hasn't told you anything yet? Like, she has no clue what's going on." Nope. I actually right? feel bad for her because she's she kind of reminds me of Felicity earlier in the Arrow universe. There's when, some parallels. Yeah, when she was, uh, you know, except Felicity kind of figured it out. Felicity figured it out. I think Patty will figure it out too. But I think that she should be in the know at this point. She just isn't because. Well, I think at this point it's going to ruin Patty and Flash's thing. 
I I don't think they will. Well, Patty being Zoom is going to ruin Flash's thing too. I you think. You think Patty Zoom? This is a popular internet theory that fa- that Patty is actually the, that Zoom. doesn't make any internet sense. Internet is really dumb. Unless she's a much bigger person on Earth too, it doesn't make any you sense. Know? Oh my gosh! If she turns out to be, <laughs> oh, I am just picturing like. John Cena with Patty's face, and it is great. <laughs> Works. I don't even know what to do with you two anymore. Um, anyway, moving right along. So we didn't really cover this in the uh, when we were talking about the Flash episode, but at the end of the Flash episode, Oliver kind of figures out that he's a baby daddy. And didn't know it. Yep. He does. So we've kind of known this, obviously, as... Yeah. as as viewers, a, for a while, you know, for a while. This happened season two, right? Where yeah, Moira, Moira gave, was one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Moira paid her off. But uh, Barry kind of, you know, learns a lot more about that for the after the whole time travel thing. So that got really interesting. So, yeah. um, what do you think of that whole subplot? Did you did you like that they did it at all? Did you just wish they did it in a different episode? I am very glad they didn't just forget about it. Yeah. I'll I'll give you that. They introduced it a while back for a reason to show that Moira would do anything for her children. Mm-hmm. And they didn't forget about it. That kind of stuff does tend to haunt people in real life. So, I'm glad they didn't forget about it. Was this the time to bring it up? No. Why are you putting Oliver back in the situation where he has to lie to the people around him? Why on earth is that her like only demand as a mother is that you have to keep the baby a secret now? And that makes zero sense. Honestly, and this is just coming from a woman's perspective, if I had a child the father didn't know about, the father comes back and wants to be in that child's life, you are going to sit down and answer every one of my questions. I need to know where you have been. I need to know what you ate five years ago when, like, I need to know these things. Why is she totally willing to just say, I don't want to know anything about you and uh, you can't tell anybody, just... I felt like she was actually kind of hard on him because yeah. she she knows the truth. She knows exactly what happened. So if anything, it's a positive thing that he wants to be involved and wants to help and is so upset that he was lied to for all those years. And so upset that he has to lie too. Well, that's a, that, separately, yeah. But I feel like it, I'm actually kind of mad at the way she's handling it because he's kind of innocent in this whole situation. They, they both... You know, Until he a, chose to lie to Felicity. Well, yes, but that, that's again, that's a slightly different thing. I'm talking about just the, the kid situation. Just, right, you know, right. The moment he was even was suspicious, he had to know, he had to figure out, and he wanted to be involved if it was the case, you know? And I feel like her wanting to attack him about it and demonize him about it doesn't make any sense for me because she spent the last, five, uh, what is it, eight years, six years, mm-hmm. whatever it was, eight years, knowing the truth. Yeah. You know, and that she she should be more have more you know at grips with the situation than him. And I felt like she was more upset than he was at times. And that just didn't really work for me. What didn't work for me is that he wasn't Connor. 
Isn't that isn't that uh, Green Arrow's son in the comic books? Why isn't he? Why is that? Not his we name? don't know his middle name or anything. I guess it's well, kind of like the John Stewart Diggle theory. It's like okay, I guess you could say his middle name's Connor, but chances are it's not. No, it's probably not. My point, my big thing is this is obviously going to break up Felicity and Oliver somewhere along the way, probably. Towards this season finale because... Or tonight's episode. I am thoroughly convinced she's the one in the grave from the very first episode. I think it's Lance, but I think that's a whole other theory. Can we talk about why does a Captain Cold action figure exist in the Flareoverse? I said the exact same thing during the episode. Do they, like, give murderers action figures? Well, he's not really a bad guy. Okay, well, he's a villain as far as everybody knows. He didn't murder I'm sure he... Yeah, he freaking froze people. Come on. They were able to thaw them all out. I think no, that's no, not no. how that's, people... That's what Barry and him agreed on. It, they mention it. That's yeah, why I'm that, only saying... So he hasn't deal. killed anybody. He killed his dad. Exactly. So he's a murderer. Why are they giving murderers action figures? They're Whatever. giving the murderer a time machine. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> you never grew up playing with your Marilyn Manson... Charles Manson. Damn it. You didn't grow up playing Neither. with your... <laughs> yeah. Either one of those, yeah. Never mind. Just cut that. You just take two. You just take two. No, I'm leaving that in. Um, I, I'm going to edit that in. Uh, I don't know. I, just, I guess I just found that whole story to be very kind of rushed and shoved to the side and was really... I felt like it was the only reason they had to do any time travel stuff and the time travel stuff is... Kind of gimmicky if you do it too much. Like, it's cool when That's they did time travel. That's not the only reason. First. They had to do it because everybody died. Yeah, but everybody Mass died murder. because Ollie's head wasn't in the game. Oh, no. You know, that's the whole thing, It's basically thing, Felicity's right? fault. No, it's basically the <laughs> we get rid of her? Uh, the like, baby mama fault. She got she got bad. Well, Felicity's bad. So, so here's the thing. They have to have drama between Ollie and Felicity because there's always been drama in the Arrowverse. It's always been something. And right now, everything is too good. It makes sense that he can't have a stable relationship, but you are sacrificing what was good about Felicity's character in the first two seasons over a boy. But... To be fair, season four Felicity is better than season three Felicity because That's at least she isn't crying every episode. That is not saying much. You're no, saying it's not. like a Seven Eleven hot dog is better than Quick Trips. They're both still gross. I think Quick Trip is probably better, but yeah, I know they what are you mean. both still gross. Comment with your vote on hot dog choices. <laughs> Quick Trippers. Um, we want to hear from you. I, I I think the issue is just there always has to be drama because Arrow has always played a little bit like a soap opera in a lot of ways. And it's right now, true. everything's a little too happy because he and Diggle are cool now. You know, things with... Um, Sarah resolved. Like, yeah, Sarah's completely resolved, right? Everything with Laurel and her dad is pretty good right now. Like, everybody's hunky-dory and they're just all fighting together against Dark. There's no drama. There's just action. Well, you know... Thea still has the bloodlust. That's true. There's Ish. that little thing. Ish. I and mean, she does throw Vandal Savage off the side of the building. Wait for her. <laughs> like, good for her. She was the only one wanting to take a kill shot on a guy who tried to murder six people. Yeah. Like, no, no, I, I don't. I have. I, I feel like I don't you blame can. her at all for wanting to take that shot. Um, it's not what quote heroes do, though. 
You know, that's the whole issue is that, you know, Ollie... Iron Man completely killed Obadiah Stane. There's a lot of people in the Marvel Universe that have killed people. Exactly. This is DC. And in DC, Ollie doesn't kill anymore. Barry doesn't kill. Superman kills. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's that's one of the other Earths. So (laughs) that's different. And he didn't kill a human, so it's okay. It's always murder okay. of other species. It's always Mass a- genocide is fine. Well, that's, that's right. how they always do it, right? It's always well, okay when you kill a non-human. Didn't they kill a lot of people in Metropolis? Yeah. <laughs> like, didn't a lot? No, no they're leaving no. out. The buildings are falling. They're all, they're all yeah. fine. They, there's some, you know, minor cuts and bruises, things like that. A few concussions. Everybody's fine. Fanboy. I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> They leveled Metropolis, and I thought that that fight scene got a little ridiculous. But we're not going to talk about Man of Steel here. Instead, we're talking about the CW-verse. So, okay. I want to talk about the overuse of the, of the time travel thing. I don't think it was overdone. It was un- overused in these episodes. No. I mean, you, don't, was- you don't think that using it again it starts no. to weaken it? He used it once in the first season. I mean, that's then, a lot of the character in the comic books is yeah, time travel. I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not denying dis- the fact that he can do it. What he I'm discovered is- he had the ability. Then he used it at the end with Harrison Wells. Yeah, I know. And then they brought it back again. It, the better he gets, the faster he gets, the more we're going to see Wait, it. But the and problem you with that, are the biggest supporter of the time travel. Because it's cool. It's cool that they did it. But when you do it every season... They actually did it twice in the first season, I think. First to save Cisco, and then he also did it to go back to No, save he mom. didn't even know that Cisco died. Yeah, it all well, that was an accidental one, but he did go back in time yeah. to reset that. But then he also went back and uh, to, to not to, save his mom. Save his mom. <laughs> so there was that's, twice in the first season. That's what I said. I said he used it on accident okay. to discover he had yeah. that power. So, yeah, twice and in the then, first season. Yeah. Then, yeah. So they've they used it three times in a season and a half. And what, my concern is not that it's cool or that it's accurate. I, it is. But when you have a serious live action show it becomes a really easy reset button that they can I think use. they're going to kind of cover that. And if you watch the trailer for Legends of Tomorrow, they ta- they show, like, that there's some repercussions, like uh, the dude losing the wedding ring yeah. off the and, finger and, and, and you know, maybe, like maybe they will. As, but until as, January, <laughs> you know, yeah. I can't go uh, off of that. As a Star Trek fanboy and a Doctor Who fangirl, we can't really discuss talking about time travel and whether or not it all makes sense and if there's going to be repercussions. we got to just let that go. Suspension of disbelief. There's, there's a little bit of a difference. No, there's not. Well, There's really not. Okay. we just got to wait and see how they deal with it. This is very anytime, new. Anytime something goes wrong, why shouldn't he just travel back in time? Why didn't they do that in Star Trek? Because that's not how it, it really worked. If you if you take the the movie out for a minute, the the Voyage Home movie okay, out, so we're taking some canon out. Okay. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic. When I can, I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. We're just going to look at a little bit of canon. Not all of canon. Okay. I'm just saying that you're just so making you're ways just, to justify right, it. You want, you want, let's look at it this way. That's one of the biggest reasons people 
dislike in pan sci-fi, especially Star Trek, is because of the reset button. So you want to use that as an excuse for why it's okay for Flash to do it? No, it's okay That's for some people to do it. And not I'm not... No, what I'm saying is, is when you're going to have a serialized, serious, action-driven show where the main hero can, by himself, with no extra technology or circumstances, travel back in time whenever he feels like it, you lose some of the suspense and you lose some of the intensity. Well, he can't do it whenever he wants. He has, yeah. Somebody has to say, run, Barry, run. For of course, of course. No, here's my point. I think it would actually be really good for the character if he did use it for his own selfish purposes because that has huge issues. The reason why they don't do it in Doctor Who every time someone dies, which is almost every episode, is because the alternative saving them would have killed more people, would have screwed up more lives, would have blown up planets. And that may be something Barry needs to experience. I'm not disagreeing with that, but so far he's only used it to save people. And it's all turned out better when he's done it. So, so far, they're not, that's not what the track record shows. So what I'm saying is, is as of today, right now, with what we do know, I'm a little nervous that whenever there's the big bad, they can leverage that just to reset stuff. And they might. The thing is, we're going to start a new show January 21st, Legends of Tomorrow. It's nothing but time travel. Yeah. I assume that all of the ethics involved with time travel will be brought up at some point between now and then, and we'll get to see some heroics back and forth, and that'll be the main part of the show, but the ethics will play into it. Barry will have to come across the ethics, just like uh, Arrow had to come across uh, murdering people. Is it right? Even, Even though this guy is dumping tons of toxic waste into Star City's water, is it okay to kill him? So I, I think if they do do that, you bring up a solid point. All I'm saying is they we don't know yet. So if they do that and they come up with consequences and they they you know come up with plot reasons why he can't just do it whenever, cool. Trust but, the Guggenheim. Okay. The Googs <laughs> is the one that gave us holicity uh, too. So we you know I, he has kind of a sketchy track record at that this point. That was totally fan. Service. Yeah, well, he's on like, Tumblr all the time, and he? like, oh yeah, doing Q and A's with Tumblr that's people. Adorable. So that's that's why Alicity happened. If you're curious, I I'm not. I figured it was fan service. Let's talk more about that finale with the Eye of Horus and its power being way more intense than it probably should have been. Because it can level an entire city with. Plasma race of death. Like, yeah. what was that? It's a pretty cool staff. Yeah. I mean, really, all and of it was just hanging out in a church in Central City, like doing nothing. Well, I, for, I gather that not anybody can yeah, make that happen. You know, you have to have special powers, otherwise, it's just a stick. I, I assume you have to have a certain amount of power, and the more power you have, the more intense the stick is. But What's an ancient Egyptian relic doing in a beat-up church in Central City? That makes zero sense. All the awesome stuff from Catholicism is, like, buried beneath the Vatican. It's because they all had to be drawn to that city. I mean, that's why Hawkgirl's there, too. That's why Vandal Savage is there. They all have to come together there. They were drawn to it. Again, this is the convenient thing that I was talking yeah. about in the beginning. Everything is convenient. In, in this is incredibly not everything. Convenient. Okay, so if they had just had a janitor in this abandoned warehouse, 
there would be no need for Legends of Tomorrow. Right. Just a guy to come in and sweep. That's it. Well, we don't know how much time really elapsed. I mean, I mean everything had Mer- Mer- out. Merlin was probably just sitting in the rafters watching the entire thing with his little shadow team, and they just yeah. dropped down when Wouldn't it was over. Wouldn't it be over. cool <laughs> if because he left some of the ashes behind the first time we see Savage reincarnated, he's like missing a couple arms and stuff. And Does that mean we can have multiple Vandal Savages then? No, I don't think it works like that. I think it's this The whole... soul just gets attached to... Yeah, what it, okay. yeah, yeah. I wasn't sure if it was like, you know, T-1000, he wants to get all of himself back or something like that, you know? <laughs> not quite like that. Okay. So, I did think it was really cute, uh, Cisco and Kendra's talk about how to focus on the priestess part and not the warrior. Yeah. Because that was upsetting her and that was holding her back and she was becoming angry at Khufu because of it. So I I just thought it was a good moment between them. I thought the I, I thought that that was really kind of nice. It was it was a good way to show that she isn't really all about the violence and the war, which is a very different kind of hot girl from the one that I know best, which is from the Justice League cartoon. Mm-hmm. She's very aggressive and very angry all the time. Well, she hadn't fully <laughs> gotten into her Hulk girl, Hulk girl, hot girl, <laughs> Hulk uh, girl. persona. <laughs> so I mean, there's a possibility that she'll turn into a bloodthirsty savage. But I'm so so I'm is okay Hulk is Hulk girl she Hulk with wings? No, Hulk girl is <laughs> in Ryan's universe. Is, I'm asking. No, it's gender bent Hulk. Yeah, so it's it's topless Hulk and with boobs and uh, like skimpy purple shorts. I feel like there'd be a lot of people doing crimes if that was the case. <laughs> yeah. Beat up by... yeah. no. Stop yeah. me, please. <laughs> I'm a danger to everybody. <laughs> All right, so you know what Ryan would do in the MCU. <laughs> no comment. All right. Um, so, yeah, so they, they defeat Vandal Savage after Barry goes back in time and gets Ollie's head on straight. And they defeat him and they turn him into dust. And everybody's happy. And Merlin picks him up and takes him to the Lazarus pit, going, "You owe me one, buddy." Merlin's the worst. So is that, is that what he does? Is, it, is that what he does? He just dumps it in the Lazarus I'm pit. Assuming, yeah. I bet you anything. He just dumps it in the Lazarus pit because you can he's always like, bath guys. <laughs> <laughs> you can always say that he saw Sarah resurrect, and he didn't know it was possible to resurrect somebody who's been dead that long. So yeah, but at least Sarah had like you know. A body. body. <laughs> We're just making complete stretches here. I, mean, I, I understand what immortal means and all, but like, I feel like at some point there's nothing left to bring back. I completely agree. The thing about immortality is we always build in a loophole when we create a being that does it. Vampires have sunlight mm-hmm. and uh, werewolves have silver. Like All of our immortals, all of our gods can usually be killed somehow because... As human beings, we're frightened of something that has that much power over us. Oh, for me, it's just, you know, if Merlin's going to bring him back to life, and it's not some weird mystical thing that happens on its own. If Merlin's going to enact it, doing it with a handful of dust seems to be a bit of a stretch. Oh, I agree. Also, why in the world was... If if this was what Merlin was going to do and just help Savage, why not just help Savage... In the beginning. Well, because I think he wanted his daughter safe still. I do believe that. I do believe that he wanted Thea safe. So now everybody wins. His daughter's safe. He gets to be buddy-buddy with Vandal Savage by bringing him back to life. You know, and it's all well and good. 
Does he just carry, randomly carry around specimen jars too? That's what I'm worried about. Like, did, did he yeah. see the fight, see the ashes, and then be like, "I got to go to Hobby Lobby, pick up a mason well, jar." What do you real think? Quick. He's, he's traveling with all those other men that each carry something he needs. Oh, okay. You get the specimen jar. Dang it! I wanted the you sword. Know, you bring the extra knives. You, yeah. you know, you bring the sharpening stones. Everybody, you get every, the specimen it's te- jar. It's a team effort. You get the okay. grappling hook. Right. It's a you team. You carry team the specimen jars. Okay. That's fair. So, what did you guys think of the actor playing Mandel Savage? I liked him. I thought he was, he was all right. I thought I thought uh, when they cast him and when I saw him that they were going to go with the caveman route because he kind of has that you know brow and like more caveman. The Neanderthal features. look to him. Yeah. yeah, the accent was a little annoying. Yeah, for it was me. odd. I agree. I don't feel like he should have any kind of real accent. Um, I think he should be fairly accent neutral just because he's been around for so long and he should know most if not all of the spoken languages at this point so i absolutely have always loved vandal savage as a villain and i i really was hoping that they bring him into the movies because as a whole i think he is the most formidable justice league villain when you put him up to it he can usually convince other villains who are almost equally as powerful to follow him, Queen Bee, Lex Luthor. He gets really... Legion of Doom. Yes. Meanwhile. He's he's headed the Legion of Doom in the newer stuff. In Young Justice, he headed the light. It's very intense, the people he can get to follow him. And he is the only one to beat down every single Justice League member at the same time. Now, he is not visually stunning like Darkseid would be, or Brainiac would just be feats of CG that would be amazing, but he's still... I want to see him in bigger stuff, so I'm glad to see him on the screen. I think he's dangerous. I think he's villainous, and I just... I'm happy to see him on the screen. I just think it's kind of not doing him justice by putting him up against CW's everyone left over that we can't give you a show. Yeah, because, I mean, he's going to be the big bad, at least in season one of Legends of Tomorrow, you know. So, yeah, he's going up against the Atom and White Canary, Captain Cold. But if he can take on the Trinity, I feel like this should be a walk in the park for him. I agree. Well, it's not like I was talking about earlier. It's not the actual, like... He doesn't have the same origin story or anything no, like that. So no. the, he's Vandal it's Savage prob- in name only. Yeah. I don't think power level or anything is similar. To the yeah, I mean, that, that's definitely true. I'm just curious how they're going to handle all of that is all. Well. He's just going to be strong enough to challenge this group of people <laughs> instead of the Justice League. Agreed. I think, I mean, I'm still going to watch, but mainly I will be watching for Brandon Routh and for the Hawks because I believe after what they've built... For both those sets of characters, they can carry their own TV shows. At least for a season, I would watch an entire 22-episode run of The Atom, and I would watch an entire 22-episode run of The Hawks. They have very different villains. They could put them in very different parts of the country, and they could Well, I think Brandon Roth has proven that he can do, he can lead something on his own anyway. You know, forget he the stories for a minute. done that before he was even on the CW. Right, He's a right. strong actor. So, I, I mean, I'm all on board with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, forget how cool the stories could be. He, I think, is fantastic. Yes. I'm with you. I, like, Captain Cold, Heat Wave, uh, White Canary. 
They're cool. Really Firestorm. I mean, they're Firestorm cool. is a cool character. Not somebody that I'm particularly interested in. Adam is where it's at for me. I love Brandon Routh as an actor. I think he has good chemistry and he, he plays the character really well. Um, and the Hawks are cool. I mean, we've only seen them in these two episodes, but uh, it's cool to see them in live action. I mean, I guess yeah. we saw it in Smallville too, but I thought a little, be, bit, a little bit different. I thought be between the powers they gave them and the backstory they gave them, we could just watch an entire series based on some of their past lives. We don't even have to see them right now, and it would just be really cool. Every five or six episodes, they die. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe at the end of that. every season. They live 206 lives. They that's 206 seasons. They can get out of it. That's well, no, you, you do one death at the mid-season and one at the end. I completely disagree. You could just watch one hour episode of their lives, their best battle from that time or best moments from that time, and it might be pretty cool. No, but... I'm joking. But yeah, it would be kind of fun to, to watch. It'd be expensive. Because yeah. of all those different time periods, the sets would be... Yeah, because you'd have to do new sets for every episode. Yeah. Which is what they're doing with Legends of Tomorrow, but they have so many characters, they're trying to spread it out a bit. But Yeah. Um, uh, the Captain Cold thing, so speed, we'll, we'll talk Legends of Tomorrow a bit Let's then. Let's do it. So, we have the trailer for Legends of Tomorrow, and we have the big villain for Legends of Tomorrow. So, Rip Hunter... Yeah, not that into. I mean, it seems kind of boring to me, but I don't really know the character that the well. The cool thing about Rip Hunter is that he's Booster Gold's child. Yeah, and I would be much more interested if it was Booster Gold than I would. Agreed. I think we're all hoping for a Booster Gold Blue Beetle anything. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Because they're like the Cable and Deadpool of the Marvel, only better. Yes, I said that. Okay. All right. We were just well, giving so... everybody a second for that to sink in. <laughs> <laughs> So Rip Hunter is more or less their tour guide through the ages. And he has a gun. He's... And he has a really cool light-up revolver. Yeah. <laughs> Rip Hunter exists to give us exposition. To right. explain. He's the, he's the plot device. So is he from... No, he's the narrator. He's the narrator. So is he from the year 2166 then? As the trailer showed? Or is I don't that... know. Uh, I mean, I'm sure that'll be answered. But... Okay. He has an invisible was, spaceship, so I mean, he, he's definitely from the future. There was a very stupid moment in one of Adam Sandler's movies where Winona Ryder said, I've dyed my hair so many times I don't remember my original hair color. I think that's it. Like, Rip Hunter's been through so many different time periods, he has no idea where he's from. That's fair. I mean, there's not a whole lot of information on the character. He was around for, for a little while, a long time ago. Right. Yeah, his first debut, uh, I'm just using Wikipedia here to help us with numbers. So his first debut was 1959, and he was basically only around until, like, 65. So we're not talking, like, a lot. Um, he showed up in a really sh- in a limited series in, in 1990 called Time Masters. That's pretty much all we have from him. That's fine. That gives them a ton of stuff to build off of, new places to go. It's very... Jessica Jones-esque. They can do pretty much whatever they want with that character. It's true. I'm not really into that character because I don't know anything about him. Sure. But But we may like him a lot afterwards. We may want to see him do a lot more. I think he's going to bring in a specific audience because he's very famous from Doctor Who. And a lot of people love um, Rory and his character. Well, so now the trailer actually points this out, and I kind of agree with them pointing this out, but 
I mean, you're gonna. What's the deal with Captain Cold? You're you're letting him have a time machine all to himself, and yeah, he's not gonna go around murdering people necessarily. I don't think he's evil. I truly believe that if these two men, these two actors, weren't good and didn't come from Prison Break together, they wouldn't be on the show. They they wouldn't have lasted this long. We wouldn't have visited this. They had to get somebody kind of recognizable to play one of. Flash's main rogues, but seriously, when they brought in his former co-star from Prison Break, and now they have this brosive stuff going on, it's very annoying. I I think the cliches with both characters are unnecessary. The cliches with Golden Glider are unnecessary. I just don't like them at all. They don't. They don't rub me the right way. They don't ever like the episodes are always boring when they're in it so why are they inviting villains to join this team and they're just gonna steal stuff and cause a lot of problems i think it's fan service because i think that a lot of people do like them i'm not one of those people i think that the actor is fine yeah it's He's not doing Whitworth miller's fault at all it's just it's so cheesy like they want him to cheese it up so much it's just way too much and i get it that we're watching a comic book show and the comic books are cheesy just by their nature but uh he doesn't i mean Mm -hmm. not every other line needs to be a cold pun you know i mean come on it's just a little much (laughs) yeah it's he's very comic booky but I think that works well on Flash. I don't know if that'll work well on Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah. But it works well on Flash because Flash is a little bit like that. Like you have Cisco, who's essentially playing the role of the fanboy who comes up with the the cheesy names that are you know obviously the the real names. I of the always comic figured books. because Captain Cold is such a big deal in the Flash comics that he was going to be one of the main villains that would last an entire season. And I'm a little disappointed they went with Zoom. For the second season, because that's two seasons you're fighting a speedster for 22 episodes. And that's something that Marvel does every time. Their villain has the exact same abilities as their hero, and it gets boring. That formula gets boring. We get that Barry's not the fastest man alive, even though he tells Uh, me. The show says so. (laughs) Okay. So, oh, one of the episodes about. last season, he says, I am not the fastest man alive. That's true. That so, was good. One time. But now he's still saying it. And yeah. Zoom, you know. But, no, I, I completely get your point. And he has so many other guys. I mean, Mirror Master would be oh really Oh, my cool. gosh. That would be well, so, so cool. for season three, right? Fingers crossed. And I feel like, you know, Grodd, they already got rid of him. I mean, yeah, I'm sure he'll be back. Don't Not really. Wrong. There's a whole storyline. They're setting City. up with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, City yeah. But I just feel like, like that just seems like such a good villain it's so different from barry obviously mm-hmm. you know he's big and he's strong but he's got psychic powers and it's they've still got king shark running around yeah <laughs> king shark's still running. that's cool but use them you yeah. know don't show me a, maybe they will you know a, th- a 30 second scene in the dark you know like let's, let's fight king shark speaking of that that is what makes this episode or this season of arrow more interesting because Damian Dark is the very first villain who didn't have very similar powers or skill level as Oliver. He oh yeah, is... they're, they're completely different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where like Slade and him would fight in the trenches. And it was there's... it was really cool because it was equally matched guys brawling and Raish and him were equally matched at sword fighting. And um, I forget what did they do first season. Did... 
was he actually Susan fighting Mar- the Merlin island? when they were doing the earth, earthquake yeah. thing? Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah so so Merlin was, that, was the black. The arrow. black arrow. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so the exact same The exact thing. same one. They've it's slowly so gotten farther and farther away because they did that one. They did Black Arrow, then they did Slade, and then they did... Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're slowly getting farther and farther away. Okay. <laughs> so but, maybe by season four, we'll see someone who's kind of slow. I will say that pretty much they've all been Batman villains at this point, which is kind of a shame, but... Um, Merlin isn't a Batman villain. I said no. just about. I mean, well, I mean that's one out of three, so it's pretty good. And same with Arrow. I was and really Deathstroke hoping. Well, Batman but a lot of the small Deathstroke is a Justice League like Teen Titan villain, not not a Batman villain specifically. Not a Batman villain specifically. Wasn't but... he introduced in the Batman? Comics? Yeah, maybe okay. he, was, he was, but that doesn't make him a Batman villain. He's been portrayed fighting. A I, I guess my point is Green Lantern has a long history, and there's a lot of other characters that they could pull from. As well. Green also, Green Lantern Arrow, does, but Green Arrow. Did I say Green Lantern? Sorry. Friday you can't ever misspeak on this show, guys. No, you can't no, do never, it. You never. can't do it. All right. So, so we have Legends of Tomorrow's that comes out January twenty first. It's a Thursday, so that means you'll have on the CW alone Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday of their verse shows that all kind of somewhat tie into each other. Mid season finale of Flash and Arrow uh, last night and, and tonight. tonight. Yeah. So we, have, you know, we're recording this the night before, so we haven't seen Flash yet. But which uh, is why we're talking about the crossover and not the mid-season finale. That's right. That's right. Uh, a little weird though that like the crossover wasn't the mid-season finale. I thought it was last time. Yeah, I, it feels like it's a big enough event that that's what they would do. It makes sense to me. Plus, a lot of the other shows that started around the same time just had their... Mm-hmm. Well, they've got to end on a cliffhanger, and they didn't end on any cliffhangers, really. That's a good point. It's a good point. Yeah, it's a good point. Ollie hasn't died yet this season. Yeah, but, <laughs> well, but Barry's had his back broken, so... I mean, there's... For there's, five seconds! Yeah, like he, he heals a little faster than Bruce. It's true. So. <laughs> Although, can we... Just take a second and appreciate that scene with Zoom carrying him around, like in a light. That, that was, was a really beautiful. great scene, like of that was all, a, all of television. That was, that was very a very good scene. It was interesting. Um, it was scary. It's like this dude is so your powerful. Hero. You're and this guy that's supposed to be the city's hero is being he, carried around like he a rag doll. Got a key. Like, yeah. yeah, no, I, I get all that. I just feel like Zoom from the way they're playing him off. I feel like he would have been smarter than to monologue. He's good enough that he 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 knows he can monologue because who's going to stop him? Right. But he did get stopped. I mean, kind of. It what, was, did you, was he not going to kill Barry otherwise? I don't think he was going to. No. But I that's the whole thing he was trying to do was to get Barry killed the entire season. Yeah, I think he was going to kill Barry. I think if he wanted to kill Barry, he could have just killed Barry. And but that's my point, though, is that that's fair. he should have just done it and he got he got caught monologuing. And that's a little disappointing. Well, he wanted to make sure that people didn't just see a flash body and assume yeah. that... Um, anybody could have done it. They he wanted to take credit for but nobody it. Nobody knows who he is. That's my point. His hubris got in the way. He didn't think about that. He just wanted to show Flash's weak mm. and know that he did it. He took him out. So when he got taken okay. down. Okay, so with the mid season finale is coming up too. We should just take a quick second and give our Zoom theories for Flash. Who do you think Zoom is, Derek? I hope besides Patty. I mean, everybody it's, obviously it's, it's thinks it's Patty. Patty. I hope it's nobody that we know. I'd like I it agree. to be somebody different. My per- that's what I would like. What do I think? 
I think they're going to try and do some weird, crazy twist thing where it's like, you know, John Wesley's ship or something like that. It, if we're going with weird twists, because I, too, want it to be somebody completely different, I think it would be cool if it was um, um, Detective West from Earth 2. Oh, okay, yeah. So we kind of went similar tracks on that. We picked the two dads. <laughs> I, think it's kinda, I think you were on the right path. Um, I think you were on the right path. I think it's going to be Barry's dad from Earth 2. Yeah. But I think on Earth 2, Barry was killed by reverse flash instead of... So it's like a flashpoint thing. It's basically and a so Batman. he wants to go yeah. kill yeah. all the speedsters to make right. sure that that never happens to his son on another Earth. And so that's what's I, going on. That's kind of my train of thought. And that's you know, why he like, didn't kill him. He saw that it was Barry and, you know. That's why, like, the, the story of, you know, in, in Flashpoint with, with Batman is, you know, his father becomes Batman and his mother becomes the Joker, Joker and it's all crazy and stuff. That's kind of what I was thinking. It's like, well, they can't do Batman, obviously, but they could do something similar. And, you know, having John Wesley ship as a speedster again is, is kind of cool. I was kind of hoping they'd do something with I kind of wanted to just be Black Flash from the but, comic books. I think know, that would have been the way to go. And it's just I feel like, like they've kind of combined the two. They, they may have. He lo- definitely looks like Black Flash. Yeah. So, But the Black Flash is like, that's like the death. Like, right? Yeah, it's this, speedster's yes. death. Yeah, that's, that's all it is. Death. It's not an actual character. It's just right. like this... Entity. Which is really weird and it's obscure. It's just Speedster and, Grim Reaper. Yeah. Right, exactly. And it's just kind of odd. Because but, in the comic books, Flash can outrun death. Like, the actual character right. death that, you know. The girl oh, from... No, that's Marvel. It, it, she, he can outrun death itself. Like, the... No. He, DC has a... Oh, do they? Okay, yeah. well, then, yeah, he can outrun death. I've read this before. Right. He can... But Zoom Zoom's very different, especially the way it's shown here. So, I, I'm curious... I, I think that it'll be John Wesley. You think they'll reveal it in the mid-season finale? No, I think it would be okay. cool. I I would honestly want to see it done two ways. Um, I want to know, and this is just me as like a storyteller myself. I want to see how Barry's reaction would be if uh, Barry's dad also stuck around and didn't leave. Mm. I I think it's it's both emotionally jarring. Yeah. With him being gone and with him being there and around. So I I want to see the different reactions. They would definitely be different, but... Right. The other thing that reinforces your theory, your and my theory, Derek, is that in Earth 2, uh, Arrow's, Oliver's dad is the Arrow. The Hood or whatever. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I think that kind of adds... There's a, a lot of that. Yeah, yeah, I think that works well. All right, so we're running out of time. Any final thoughts about Flash, Arrow, or Legends of Tomorrow? I'm excited for the CW. They do good work overall. Um, all my cons that I have with the shows are a lot of nitpicking, a lot of breaking down stories and stuff like that. It, it's still some of the best TV on right now for us nerds. Yeah. My only thought is that if you own an abandoned warehouse, get a janitor because you might save thousands of lives. That's true. Uh, I agree. I think this, the CW has done some amazing stuff with the DC content they've been able to, to play around with, and I think that it's been a lot of fun having it all tied together. I love that, even when they can have little stuff like Cisco showing up on Arrow. Uh, uh, yeah, Cisco yeah. showing up on Arrow and stuff it's like that. It's just fun. Little little references are, are really a lot of fun, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, for everyone listening in, uh, what did you think of the Falero crossover event? What do you think of Legends of Tomorrow? 
what do you think is going to happen with Zoom? Comment. Let us know. You can uh, comment on the podcast on asci-fi-frontier.com. Um, but uh, how can people find you guys? Well, you can always find me at the Super Sirens Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram available on um, my profile on a sci-fi frontier. Right. Buster Costumes and Props on uh, all the social medias. Cool. And uh, you can contact us directly at, uh, at Grid Talk Tweets on Twitter if you'd like. Or you can find us on the website, asci-fi-frontier.com. And uh, for the next couple episodes, we're still cross-streaming this on the Grid RSS feed until we have enough, whoa, until we have enough content to uh, post this separately on iTunes. So you can get, the, uh, you can get Grid Talk on iTunes now. Uh, we will have a new episode of Grid Talk coming up after the release of Star Wars The Force Awakens. We will be doing a recap of that movie, our thoughts. We're all very excited. So stay tuned. Music. We're gonna get sued now. Stay tuned for that. <laughs> stay tuned for for Grid Talk episode seven. But this has been Screen Heroes episode two, and we will catch you next time.